September day to you listeners. Welcome to With a special greeting, thank you to these parents and participants of the talk my husband Todd and I shared at the Family Discipleship Conference last August 12, 2023 at GCF Ortigas, Pasig City. This episode is number 9 of Season 2, and though some of the schools have started classes since last month, some are just about to start. I hope what I'm about to share today will still help, not just for day one of school, but for day one of anything new. This is an article I wrote for Family Wise Asia, and I got to interview Dr. Dina Ocampo-Cristobal, former dean of UP College of Education in Diliman, and teacher Tosh Jacob Sullivan, who's a terrific sign language tutor too. Getting your child and yourself ready for school day one. Google School Preparedness and you'll find a lot of helpful articles. But as a parent and teacher, I have realized the importance of the readiness of both child and parent. Start early. Whatever age your child may be, any transition after a long break, having a new school, teachers, and routine can be daunting for your child. And you too. Advanced preparation always works. Please, no more cramming. As early as a month before opening day, slowly ease into a routine. A schedule gives your child a sense of security, giving his system time to gear up for upcoming activities. Start with self. As a parent, you powerfully influence your child's attitude about everything. If you want her to have a good balance of independence and friendliness and a sense of calm and diligence, model that to her. Before you can soothe her anxieties and excite her for the new adventure, have a good grip on yourself, your health, and well-being. If you are sickly, stressed, and harried, your child will easily sense that things are going to be difficult. Take time to care for yourself and learn to handle your emotions. Welcome changes! Rather than fuzzing about sleep deprivation and focusing on the financial challenges and traffic, know that such upcoming variations to your day and lifestyle only mean growth for both you and your child. Sure, there'll be tears of both sadness and joy when the big day comes. Being transparent about your feelings will encourage your child to express herself and accept that emotions are valid. But try to manage your breakdowns. Hold off on your my baby howls until after seeing your child off to his school gate or ride. Nurture your spirit with God's word and learn from people who strengthen your faith and are cheerful and affirming. Strike a balance. Balance is key to prep our families for school opening or any new beginning. 
aim to neither be too lax nor too controlling. When we're overly chill about school supplies the night before day one, the child may feel worried that he won't have what's needed on that day. On the other hand, when we're obsessing and checking his bag over and over again, he will pick up the same habit of stressing too much for opening day. Speak up, speak out. What encouraging words can we say to our kids to help prepare them emotionally, mentally, and spiritually for school opening? Ask yourself, what would I want to hear to comfort my uneasiness about school? Start with, let's get ready as early as we can, and we will be okay. Take time to find out what's going on inside them, like what they think and how they feel about school opening. Help them express their delight, worries, or fears by assuring them that you'd like to listen and exchange stories with them. Your kwentuhan or storytelling should include direct yet casually asked questions to pinpoint areas of concern. A child who isn't expressive can be gently nudged to speak out when given fun multiple choices. For instance, how do you feel about being grade 1 in a new school? Do you feel like... 1. A jumping jelly bean? That's nervous. 2. Melting ice cream. That's overwhelmed or scared. 3. A lonely teddy bear. That's shy. Or, four, a bucket of sunshine? Excited! Young children and teens relax more when the Q&A is playful and done over a snack or a stroll together. Sort it out. Try to address all issues. Assure your child that you'll do your best to assist her, whether it's just to hear her out, pray, find tangible ways to alleviate fears, or solicit help from a more qualified adult. There are times a child has unexpressed anxieties. In some of these situations, he may need his parents to fix it, but just to understand and get it through empathy. Often the concerns of a student are about... Getting to school on time. Dina Ocampo, PhD, professor and former dean of the UP College of Education, also former undersecretary of the Department of Education, advises parents to help establish a sleeping pattern a week or two before school to help adjust the body to a school day schedule. Encourage her to sleep early weeks before the first day. Gently wake her up or set the alarm 30 minutes to an hour before the time she must leave the house. Give enough time for commute, allowing an extra 15 to 30 minutes for traffic, and other possible but unpredictable hindrances to punctuality. A ripped or stained uniform, a flat tire, road repair, spilled snacks, forgotten ID. Knowing where to go. Dr. Ocampo mentions that some schools have a face-in program where five kids come in on Monday, five on Tuesday, and then later on, on Friday, sama-sama silang lahat. 
they meet as the actual big group. On those days, they're given a tour and a new routine is introduced. If your school does not have this in place, request a teacher for a walkthrough before classes start. Your dry run can even begin at home. From waking up to your bathroom routine, breakfast, and commuting, whether in a private or public vehicle. Your child will get less jittery about navigating his way by identifying with him important places. His classroom, restrooms, cafeteria, public phone, and clinic. Aside from a tour, you can ease his anxiety by getting or sketching a map he can keep in his bag. Knowing how it's going to be like. Nina Jacob Sullivan, or Teacher Tosh, a language development specialist and a teacher of the hearing impaired, recommends that the parent acquaint the child with what to expect during school hours. For example, when you enter the school gate, you must put your lunchbox on the table to your right, put your bag inside your room, go play in the playground until teacher Ella calls you, line up, walk quietly to your room, etc. You can even walk your fingers through your map or simulate the day in your house with pretend places. Knowing a friend and who to go to. Friendships are important for all the children. Reach out to other parents and go for a play date, such as bonding time over ice cream, even before opening day. Connect with your child's advisor, school nurse, and security guard. Introduce them to your child as people they can go to when they need help. For a child with special needs, both Ocampo and Jacob Sullivan strongly suggest that the parent assure him that help is available, such as a shadow teacher. Dad and mom must coordinate with school's guidance or learner support team to connect with other families before school starts. Another concern is about being prepared with all his supplies. Dr. Acampo also reminds parents to involve the child in the process of purchasing supplies like a new school bag and snacks. Their participation in completing the checklist, choosing what to buy, packing up, and the newness of his things can excite him about the start of the school year. Shush or shine. Encourage your child to be friendly and get to know new people, to be polite and wait for their turn. Dr. Ocampo endorses practicing them with lines to say and asking for classmates' name, greeting teachers, and even encountering conflicts. It might be too early to expose them to the reality of bullies, but you can already set guidelines to be cooperative instead of competitive with others. Like, do not fight with others. If someone is hurting you, tell teacher. Are a few rules you can begin with. Cheer them on with, win a friend, instead of, win over them. Motivate them with, give your best, over, 
Show them who's the best. When you see your child after school, share with them how you met a new parent and became friends. Ask your child, "How was your day?" Instead of, "Is there homework?" Find out. Did you get to meet someone new? Rather than, "How did you do in the test?" As early as school age, we need to help our kids realize that satisfaction in life is not about achievement or popularity, but being the best you can be in the eyes of God, which includes being a good friend. The best time to start or restart is school day one, or new beginning day one. That concludes getting your child and yourself ready for school day one. We can't end this episode without having a childhood memory shared with us. This is Justine Yambao sharing a story about her childhood. One of my favorite childhood memories was during a summer when my mom had brought my younger brother and me to her shooting on a hill after school. This was an action commercial for a deodorant brand, so there were lots of special effects like blazing fires and explosives on set. It was so intense that it really did make you sweat. It was so cool to experience and witness all of it. My younger brother and I got to watch all of these from a safe distance, and would get to tour the set and meet plenty of people behind the scenes while Mom was busy at work. In the crew tent, which was on a slanted pavement on the side of a hill, my younger brother and I would pretend to be who, ha. Action stars! <laughs> There was a wall built with stacked rocks outside the tent, and we got an empty water bottle and just jammed it in between one of the gaps of rocks. Our goal was to kick the bottle off the wall, and after each successful kick, we would place it higher and higher. Now during this time. My younger brother was only in second grade and was significantly shorter than me. On the third level, I successfully kicked the bottle off the wall and placed it back for my brother. When he tried to kick it, he missed the bottle completely and slipped. Since we were on a slope, he rolled all the way down to where another tent was. Being the ate, my heart sank as I ran after him. I'm surely going to get in trouble. But thankfully, he didn't get hurt. My younger brother just got up, composed himself, and entered the air-conditioned tent he landed on to cool off. To our delight, it was the food tent. My younger brother got his favorite chicken wings from the buffet. He also got a drink and said he was okay. So we ended up just hanging out in the food tent while waiting for mom and feasting on the snacks and mm -mm, chicken wings that were being served. Later on, 
the crew had to change the set, so the celebrity went on break. To our surprise, she just, you know, joined us in drinking sodas and eating chicken wings. It was probably one of the most fun summer shoots mom had brought us with. Thank you, Justine. I'm sure those memories with your mom and your brother are treasures you will always cherish. Shout out to all the sponsors of this show. A sweet thank you to a supporter with the musical notes icon. And hello to listeners like Bea and Mommy Beth Ramos. Mommy Cha and son Liam, who has memorized Jacob's Nanai Snow's theme song. Hi also to Mommy Trek and son Migo. Next episode, we will be featuring an interview of artist Josiah Bien Sebastian, who has participated in some art shows, one of which is the ongoing Art for Good News Sake, which is an art show for the benefit of Good News Clinic and Hospital in Banawa, Ifugao. We will talk about his work, his upcoming show, and know more about what dating apps are. Thank you to Nikita for the artwork, to Mira and Jakob, that's me, for helping out. This podcast was fueled by Zero Reg Reg. Zero Waste, Clean Play. Thank you, listeners. It was a wonderful, short, but enjoyable time with you. May the Lord bless your new beginnings, for He has always been with you since day one. This is Richelle Hosenligot for Nana Richelle for Nana's Notes. <laughs>